Hey, Coach Richard here. Hope everybody's doing great. Um, today's video, I want to go over a few things. I want to go over the Pinhody 100, which was last weekend. Um, I want to just kind of briefly touch on what I did this year, you know, the high and low points. And uh, I want to go over uh, uh, the running event, which is coming up later this month. And then what's next for me. So let's get started. Penhody 100, so takes place in uh, Alabama. It's a race from Heflin, Alabama to Sylacauga, Alabama. And uh, I went out there last Friday, early flight, I had to get up around three o'clock. And uh, I got out to Birmingham, Alabama, which is the closest airport. Um, and I got my rental car around 11 o'clock. Got out to Sylacauga, which is about an hour away. Um, checked in my hotel. Then went out to the the race start, which is at Lake Howard. Um, beautiful area. Um, took some pictures, did some hiking. Uh, basically went back out the trail a couple miles. It's a mountain bike trail in that area. Um, just to kind of get an idea of what the trail was like. And I took some pictures. Uh, checked in around three o'clock and got my uh, packet, my bib and all my other stuff. Uh, one thing about this race is you have to check in on Friday between three to seven. And I'll tell you why in a minute. You're not able to pick up your, your packet in the morning on Saturday. Um, I stayed in Sylacauga. If I had to do it over again, my recommendation is it's, it's really a, it's not a very nice town. There's no place to eat or anything. It's just some fast food, it's 20 minutes from the start line. And, uh, I would rather stay in Aniston or Heflin, which is near the starting line. And uh, I heard it's much better. And uh, anyways, uh, I went to sleep around six o'clock. Uh, my plan was to get up at two o'clock, but um, I woke up at one o'clock and just kind of laid there, my eyes closed. Basically, I think I got up around 1.45. Why did I get up so early? Well, you gotta be on a bus at 3.45 in the morning. Uh, it's, it's a tough logistics for this race. So if you're not uh, hardcore and able to get up early and stuff, I wouldn't consider this race. It, it, it's challenging. You need to adjust your sleep. Um, I, you know, you gotta get up, you gotta get up early so you can, you know, get ready, get, you know, lubed up, get your gear ready, eat something, drink coffee, whatever. Um, you just can't show up to the bus, and I'll tell you why. You don't want to do that. Um, I got out there around, I guess it was about 3.20, and uh, I think I went to the restroom one more time, and then got on the on the bus. There is three school buses. I mean, they're nice, but it's a rough ride. And uh, the buses actually left, I think, around 4 o'clock, and uh, we got out. It's about, It was about an hour and 45-minute drive, I want to think. No, maybe about an hour and 30 minute drive. Um, I think some people were able to sleep, but I wasn't. It was so bumpy. And then once the last 10 miles before you got there was dirt roads and, you know, school bus, you're bumping all over the place. Um, I kept my eyes closed, tried to get some rest, but I, I wasn't able to. We got out there probably around 5.30, 5.40 maybe, but it seemed like a long time. The race started at 6.00. Um, 
So you get out of the bus and there's nowhere to go. There's some porta potties, but you're standing there with the other runners. And it was quite cold. Um, I had Hind thermal shirt on, which is really good for low 30s, even into the 20s. And I had my Kraft Pro Trail uh, uh, long pants on. And I had gloves. But I was outside for about five minutes and I had to pull out my emergency Salomon jacket and put it on. It was really cold. I think it was probably in the mid 30s or high 30s, but <clears throat> with the humidity and I think the a little bit higher altitude, it was really cold. And I think about 10 minutes before the race, it got much better. I had my jacket on and we were all kind of standing together. Uh, the race got started at six o'clock and you take off for a couple hundred yards and then there's a long conga line trying to get on the Penhody Trail. Um, I heard people talking about it, so I kind of took off a little bit faster than, than most. So I was kind of in the middle of the pack and I felt really good. Um, previous weeks, I had a little bit of a sore hamstring. I've been struggling with my glute and my right hamstring for a couple months. I've injured it. I didn't strain it, but I had injured it. But I felt good, no excuses, I really felt good. And I was running a pretty good pace. I would, I want to say that um, I was in the front of the mid of the pack or back of the front of the pack. And uh, just was clicking along. Uh, the trail is beautiful. I didn't see too much of the trail uh, in the race, and I'll explain why in a minute, but it's covered in leaves and pine needles. So it's kind of Russian roulette. I mean, they take, they take really good tra uh, care of the trail. I mean, I haven't seen trails this nice since I lived in California. The only difference is the California trails don't have the leaves and pine needles on them. So they're really wide. If I compare it to the Georgia trails, which had no clearance, a lot of ivy, poison ivy and stuff brushing your legs, huge amount of clearance, even though it was narrow single track. There, I mean, this is a high traffic trail and a lot of the single track, you basically had to run with your feet a little bit closer together. Um, a couple times I got to the edge of the trail and it was like a sandy loam and I could feel it breaking away. Well, about three miles into the race, uh, fell down. I was chatting with somebody, which is always something I tell people not to do, especially on single track. I, you know, focus and concentration is what I always say. I wasn't concentrating. I hit something. I went down. I didn't go down too hard. Um, I got up and my my hamstring was a little a little bit bruised or sore. Um, that's the thing is I I don't get injured unless I fall. You know, some people they pull things and stuff when they're running. I don't ever do that, not in thirty years. But it seems like when I fall is when I hurt myself because I try to save myself when I'm falling. Uh, at least, or my brain tries to do that. Sometimes I think it's really better just to fall down. Um, anyways, I you know. I jacked my leg a little bit. I got going again, I felt fine. And uh, a couple more miles, um, I had a bad fall. I don't know what I hit. Um, it could have been a rock, could have been a root. Maybe I wasn't running with much clearance to the trail. Other runners were not having this problem, but I fell for my second time. And before I, run, hit, before I fell the second time, I fell in a creek. There's two creek crossings. And uh, sure enough, you know, there's a conga line. There's 15 people trying to cross the creek. Um, I took a, a way that someone else successfully did, but I slipped off the rock. Well, I slipped into the creek 
only got my feet wet, but keep in mind, it's 35 degrees. So it's pretty cold. Um, got going. I thought to myself, well, there's some bad luck. Um, you know, and a few miles later, I had the bad fall. And I'm talking about a really bad fall. The only, the only thing that could have been worse is going off the side of the mountain. I didn't do that. But I fell and I rolled twice. I fell on my left side, but I injured my right hamstring. I strained it. I've never strained my hamstring before. If you've never done that, that's one of the most painful injuries you can get. I mean, I literally can't sit down. And it was, you know, three or four days ago. Sitting down, driving a car is very painful for me right now. And uh, anyways, continue the race. I made it to the next aid station, which is another three miles hiking. You know, my leg, my, my hamstring was hurting. And uh, I said, I'm, I'm not going to be able to continue because in this race, you don't have, you, there's no time to spare. I mean, you need to run fast in this race because the last 30 miles is the most difficult part of the race. So I knew I needed to bank time and I was in the middle of the pack. I'm not the fastest runner. So I know I lost a lot of time getting to the next aid station. And I said, yeah, I'm going to have to pull out. I mean, I could barely walk and it was hurting. And they're like, you know, the problem is my car is like 80 miles away, you know, 120 kilometers away. And I don't know anybody in Alabama. <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, you know, as I'm, I'm hiking, I'm thinking, how am I going to get back to my car? I've had this issue before in out-of-state races and, you know, things worked out. And they said, well, we can take you to the, the starting line, um, but we can't take you back to the finish line. It's too far away. You might try go to the next aid station and they might be able to help you, but that was six miles away through the mountains. I decided to do that and hike along. One, one thing I want to say I, I forgot to mention earlier is you want to stay near the starting line. If you have friends, pacers, crew, I never do, but if, if, if you have pacers, crews, and you go out to Alabama or you live locally, um, stay at the starting line. That way you can sleep till 5.30. It, that's really the way to do it. Um, if I ever run this race again, that's what I'll do. But if you need help because somebody has to take you from Heflin to the starting line, which is like a campground, that you can camp out there, but somebody's going to have to pick up your tent for you. Anyways, so I leave the aid station. Um, I start hiking. I mean, I mean, I wasn't a real slow hike, but I was moving along. And I'm glad I did in a way. Well, I had to do it because I had to find a ride back to the finish line. But it was such a beautiful part of the forest. It's the Talladega Forest. I mean, beautiful mountain views. I was hiking. The trail was beautiful. I mean, it, it felt like I was through hiking, you know, because I couldn't run. But I heard trains going, but I couldn't see the trains. It was just really beautiful. But it took me a couple hours, you know, I had to hike out of there. I got to the next aid station and uh, they were basically closing down. I mean, cause I was so, I was so slow that there's, I had already missed the cutoff. And they told me they'd been waiting on me. They, the other aid station told them that someone had pulled their hamstring and was gonna need a ride back to the uh, finish line. And they said, we're going to take care of you. We have a van coming to pick you up. Boy, I mean, what a blessing. They were such nice people. I can't say enough about this race. I, one thing I would say for sure is if I lived in Alabama, I would do this race every year. It's probably the most beautiful course I've ever seen. And the trails, they have so many trail crews that are always working on the trail. 
Some parts of the remote trail get weeded twice a year, they told me. And then they have sweepers in every section. Uh, really an amazing race. Uh, just too far away from me. <laughs> but beautiful. If you live in the Alabama, Georgia area, I highly recommend Penhody 100. So anyways, they picked me up. And actually another runner was had to go too that, was, that just didn't make it. And I think it was about... I guess two hours later, after we stopped at another couple of aid stations picking up people that were injured, they took me back to the the uh, finish line. And uh, I was sitting there changing my gear and stuff, and the car next to me had a runner that his whole leg was purple, busted up his finger, and he was an elite, a fast runner, and he did the same thing I did, but more impact. Uh, so, anyways, those things happen. I try to stay very positive about it. It was a great race. I really think I could have finished it. That's the bummer of the whole thing. If I ever go back again, I really need to have family or pacer, not pacer, but crew in case to take me to the, to the starting line. You know, if you're in an out of state race, I mean, same thing happened to me at uh, Cruel Jewel. You really need to have a way to get back to your car. And if you don't know anybody, it can be tricky because some races don't provide transportation. Um, Anyways, fast forward to today, that was three or four days ago, I went to Austin Sports Medicine and saw a uh, sports medicine uh, expert. And he said, yeah, you have a strained uh, hamstring. Uh, you, you did a pretty good job on it. The good news is I haven't had any swelling and I don't have any visible bruising. So he says it's not, it's not a very high class of, of injury but it's gonna take a little while to get healed. And then he's ordered an MRI, so I gotta get an MRI next Monday. You know, today is Wednesday. And uh, he wants to make sure I didn't tear any tendons and where it connects in my glutes. Because I've had an issue where if I drive for a long time, like a few hours, I've had soreness on the, on the right side. He says that you may have some injury there that's been around for a long time. So if it's torn, one thing they can do is, I mean, a slight tear or something, he felt it and he said it felt fine, but they wanna check it because if there's any issue with it, they can, there's a couple different treatments they can do, including steroids injecting into that area to try to make it heal better. So I'm gonna do an MRI next uh, Monday. That's basically an x-ray machine for muscles. You know, they put you in this tube and, you know, for a femur area, it can take up to 30 minutes. I'm gonna be in this tube being scoped out for a while and then by next Friday I have an appointment with him to find out the the findings so that's what happened in Penhody this year um, I've had a lot of tough races that I've scheduled I started doing these what I call master's level races you know things like Habanero Arkansas Traveler uh, and others I didn't finish many races this year it's probably in my last four years finish rate was the worst this year that's the negative the positive is i won a 48 hour race at least i won the men's side the first one to 100 miles that was a big achievement for me i was pretty excited about that that happened in the summertime too it was 100 degrees so that was a big plus i'm in a lot better shape now i know that in penhody and also arkansas travel i'm running a much faster pace um i used to be in the back of the pack i'm in the middle of the pack now i felt very comfortable i wasn't winded at all I just need to improve on single track. I need, I don't get much experience on single track. 
single track is, you know, like I said, Russian roulette. I mean, you, you hit a log, you hit a, a root or a rock in the dark or covered in leaves, you're going to go down. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people are much better at it than me. The faster runners, they pick up their feet a lot higher. If you come down on it, most likely it's not going to trip you. But if you've got low clearance to the ground, you have a better chance of getting tripped. Another thing I need to experiment with is the Hoka Speed Goats have worked really well for me. But those, you know, I'm starting to think maybe the four millimeter uh, stack height may be making me more prone to trip. I don't know. I mean, because I used to run only in Ultra Olympus, which are zero drop. The Speed Goats have worked really well for me in uh, non-technical races and non-single track races. I don't do that many single track races because there's not many in Texas. We have Bandera, but it's so technical that you have to go pretty slow. Um, and these kind of smooth, uh, polished trails like Penhody or California or Arkansas Traveler, these kind of these kind of uh, trails you can move a lot faster. So you have to you need to have the right balance, and I, I, maybe I need to experiment with my shoes a little bit different. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. The, you know, my injury is kind of a bummer because I know it could take it could take a month or it could take several months to heal. Um, the only race I've got on my schedule right now is Bandera 100K, which is second week of January. I'm thinking that's pretty doubtful. What I probably will do, I can walk now, get a little bit of a limp, but surely by January I should be able to hike. If I'm not fully healed by then, I'm not going to take any chances. Uh, I'll just drop down to the 50K and hike the race. Because I plan to go out there anyways. I've, I've done it the last six years. This will be my seventh year. It's kind of an annual thing for me. So that's my plan. I may hike a 50K or even 25K. I don't know. I'm still going to go out there. I'll just have to see what it is. I've been experimenting on what I can do. I've been skiing the last two days on my ski machine. It's no pain doing that. When I stand up, I have no pain. Uh, it's just when I sit down. The most painful thing for me right now is driving a car. Because you're sitting down, the seat's pushing on my hamstring, and then my foot is pushing on the accelerator. It's excruciating pain. I have to take two Advils just to drive the car. So, um, sleeping, I've figured out a way to put a pillow under my knee, keep it elevated, and it won't hurt. But hamstring injuries is extremely painful. I don't know if you've ever, if you haven't ever had one, I don't wish it on anybody. But um, it takes a while to heal. Sometimes it can be weeks, it can be months, it can be even up to a year. But mine doesn't seem that serious. I think in a few, a month, maybe even a month, it might be okay. We'll see. I'll know more after the MRI. <clears throat> so uh, weightlifting, I uh, did some yesterday, but I really can't pick up weight off the ground. So I got kind of creative yesterday where I used my Olympic bar on my rack and I was doing curls. I can just set it back on my power rack. I don't have to put it on the ground. So I can do some weightlifting. I did bench press yesterday. There's no problem at all because I'm laying on my back. And so I plan to do a lot of skiing, a lot of weightlifting. There won't be any burpees for a while, probably not till next year. I can't torque, torque myself like that. Uh, but I can do push-ups. I did 40 push-ups yesterday, and I'll ramp, I'll ramp back up to, say, 200 per day. Um, maybe by next week, I'll be at 200 a day again. Um, I can do that, which will help me in my burpees when I get back into burpees in the beginning of the year. I think I just need to take at least a month or longer away from burpees. I, I can't be twerking my leg, jumping up and stuff. Um, so that's how it. I'm staying very positive. You know, these things happen. It is what it is, you know. Um, I'll be back.
The nice thing about it is when you have a lot of hobbies, weightlifting, skiing, all kinds of things, there's always something you can do. And I'll probably do some biking too. I have uh, stationary bikes and stuff like that. So let's talk about the running event. I'm so excited about this. This is coming up the end of this month. It's the biggest shoe event in the world. They have one in the Europe and they have one in the US. And the one in the US is always in Austin. However, it's hard to get in there. It's usually they only let shoe stores and uh, press in and stuff like that. Two years ago, I got in on a pass, a paid pass. And uh, last year I wasn't allowed in. I guess I was not, I, I wasn't uh, established enough, you know. This year, I, I am established, more established, and my YouTube channel is doing much better. I got a press pass. I'm so excited about that. So I'm going to be able to go to anything at the show, including the conferences, and I'll even be able to go in the press room. And uh, there'll be a lot of other uh, uh, big YouTubers there, like Kofuza, 40 Runs, uh, Free Trails there. So I'm going to get to meet a lot of the other big YouTubers. And with the press pass, the brands have been contacting me, making appointments with me to show me their new shoes. So for example, um, I have a meeting with Hoka already, uh, two different eyeglass companies, makes running sunglasses. I have a meeting with Bodyglide. I have a meeting uh, with uh, Vismazi, which is a new trail shoe company. Um, what else? I have a shoe, uh, zero shoes, you know, the, the zero drop shoes and uh, many others. Every brand on the planet is gonna be there. So, uh, got me uh, new branded polos, so I look more official. <laughs> I've also got a jacket that I've got my logo on, it just hasn't arrived yet. Got new uh, business cards with my QR code, which I think are pretty slick. And uh, I'm ready. So my plan is to talk to all the different brands, uh, maybe do some interviews there, but definitely I'm gonna do a video on the whole show, talk about what new shoes are coming, uh, because they use the show to talk about their new uh, shoes, you know, in every version. Uh, so I'll be talking about that, new products. They have all kinds of uh, accessories for uh, runners. Uh, all the hydration vest companies will be there. I have an appointment with uh, UD uh, already, Ultimate Direction, they contacted me. So like Solomon's gonna be there, everybody's gonna be there. So it's gonna be really exciting. So I plan to take some day off, day off, days off from work, spend three days at the show. It's the three day event. But so I'm gonna be doing, meeting a lot of people, interviewing people, talking to all the brands. Um, hopefully I'll be getting more merchandise to test and make videos, you know. I've always wanted to get into testing shoes. I've been testing shoes, but I always buy the shoes myself. But uh, I think I'm going to be able to hook up with some companies to let me start testing their shoes. Um, exciting things. Um, what else? I think that's about it. Anyways, I hope everybody's having a great year. We've already got a Christmas tree up. Can you believe I put up the Christmas tree before Halloween because I knew November was going to be real crazy. My wife thought it was crazy, but she's traveling and I'm glad I did now with it got injured. <laughs> My Christmas tree is very heavy, but uh, we're already ready for Christmas before Halloween and Thanksgiving. But uh, hope everybody's doing great. Uh, shout out to me if you have any questions about what's going on.
Um, if definitely, if you're going to be at the running event, I know my friend Jay from the old Ultra Runner. He's also going to be there. If anybody else is going to be there at the running event, let me know. Give me a shout out. We'll definitely hook up and uh, chat about everything running. Uh, have a great, great day. Great week. Bye for now.